Welcome to Prime of Our Lives, a podcast about navigating pop culture and the Korean wave in our 30s. I'm Katie Logan. And I'm Polly Kwok. Hi, Polly. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Yes. All things considered. (laughs) I have a broken toe, so it's been a weird week, but I'm okay. (laughs) And there was nothing they could do about it. No, no. There's, I don't even think they really do putting feet in boots anymore, really. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, there's nothing they can do about it. They're basically just like, stay off it, keep it up, good luck. <laughs> I mean, I've, I don't know if I'm sure our listeners have done this. A lot of my friends who are runners have lost toenails and stuff. Like, when you hurt a toe, it's surprisingly debilitating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, because I think one time I jammed my like big toe. And the Gosh. nail came off. Like, I couldn't even walk properly at all. Yeah. And every time I pressed on it, it was so painful. I'm like, but it's just a toe. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, that's why, you know, in yoga practices, when they're like, say thank you to your feet, they do so much work for you. So true. It is so true. Um, I've actually been surprisingly productive this week. Ooh. I never thought I would be, but I have this, I've started a project plan for my house of things I want to do, naturally, being a planner that I am. And then I set up a little home office. Oh, that's exciting. So I'm recording from um, my home office today. Is it the smaller bedroom upstairs? Yes, it is. Perfect. And I'm also going to be um, making some wall art for it. I love that. So lots of stuff to come, hopefully. If it's very adulting. <laughs> like people are like, oh, what do you do with all this free time? Now that you're just like sat home. I was like, I have so much stuff I need to do. <laughs> Honestly, really I have so much things I want to watch. I'm like too good at I mean, I mean, I have enough stuff to do at home that I could probably get away with not working. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you do always. You, it's if you're that kind of person, you always find a way to fill the time. Yeah, yeah. I very yeah. I think it's. I don't think I've met that many other people like me in that sense. Because I think I remember this time last year, chatting with people, and they're like. Oh, I just don't have anything to do. I don't want to do anything. And I was like, I've got so much to do. Maybe you should do some of the things that I want to do so that I don't have to do them. <laughs> Although it does feel like, and I'm sure all my friends can relate, that every day I just feel like I'm constantly dishwashing. Yeah, there's a lot of dishwashing. Like, it's just endless. It's like, I thought I washed all of it yesterday. <laughs> I and remember then... that from the beginning of quarantine so clearly, like with both of us being home for all meals, I was like, oh my goodness. I just can't ever stop washing dishes. The dishwasher is always full. Like, how is this possible? <laughs> I know. I should become so my aunt and my uncle um, when we used to visit their house they used to just use like paper plates oh 
Yep. Just because, you know, no washing required. And I was like, at first I was like, that's a bit weird. They're not using plates. And now I'm like, I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So adulting. Um, Speaking of things that I get um, over and over again, um, we are coming back to Polly's curse today. Oh, Polly, your poor curse. My poor curse. I think it's just timing. I was telling you the heyday, I think the peak like excellence of K-pop groups and music that I like was, and actually shows, I would argue, K-drama shows, mm. was like 2018. Yeah. It was like all my favorite groups right now were in their heyday and no one was in the military. Yeah. And now... <laughs> One by one, they will all be going just when I really get into them. Um, so it has struck again, Katie. Oh, no. I mean, this time, not with any actors because they're finally coming back now, but um, it is with EXO members Chanyol and Baekhyun. Oh, and our listeners will remember from our episode on EXO. Yeah, so you got me into them, Katie. I got, really got into them, and now two and more of them. I mean, they're, these to be are your fair, biases. you're right. They are my biases. <laughs> That's true. Um, I mean, my main main Kai is still around. Yeah, but yeah, those are my like top three. So yeah, so Baekhyun's joining the military in May, although he's only going to be a, like an office worker. Um, is there a reason did he have an injury or yeah so he has been revealed by dispatch which is the korean i guess equivalent of the the sun yeah um has revealed that he actually has had hypothyroidism for quite a few years now oh wow and quite like for because it's been quite a long time he's like exempt from like active duty but he will still do like the boot camp bit for I think three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, so he's enlisting in May on his birthday. And then Chanyol recently enlisted in April, just when he he was in that movie, The Box. And there's a really cute story. He like posted on Insta, there's this watch um, and it was the watch of Dio. It was Dio's watch. Oh, cute. He got gifted to Chanyeol, who has come out of the military. So it's kind of like, um, apparently there's a thing where you give somebody who's about to go into the military something to kind of wish them good luck kind of thing. So he gave Chanyeol his watch, which I thought was very sweet. So yeah, so now I kind of, every time I, I go, oh, my husband's like, why do you care that they're going into the military? I'm like, I don't care necessarily because I know them or anything. I care because now I have to go and find more people that I like to listen to or watch. And it's a faff to do. You need to be fed. And people going into the military means they are not going to feed you with content. Exactly. I'm going to be, you know, starving, essentially. (laughs) Well, maybe not starving. Maybe doing some intermittent fasting with content. At least Baekhyun um, has pretty... left us with a meal. 
yeah, I mean, his new album, Bambi, is really good, actually. I think I need to be in a certain mood to listen to it. It's not, like, my go-to at all times. But he is vocally very strong. Yeah. Did you like it, Katie? I haven't listened to it. <laughs> I'm just not. Bakyun doesn't. He just doesn't really draw me in. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, visually, his, like, this new album is much stronger but I think generally it's just his voice yeah. he has OST voice which is totally in my bag it's not very dark this album I would say the video seems a bit dark but the overall feel is not mm. so it isn't your bag in theory um just a quick little k-beauty corner because I know some of our listeners have asked me before about what the heck is Korean beauty like Ooh. why do you like it okay um, so I thought you and I could kind of break it down in a few minutes and also share some of our things that we tried that we like. Sure. What do you think? Yeah. So Korean beauty, it's not new. It's been around for a long time. Obviously, it's been around since forever in Korea. <laughs> but essentially, the beauty industry is now like more and more influenced by Korea. Surprise, surprise. Um, and essentially what K-beauty is, it's meant to create glass skin. So maximum hydration and maximum glow, but like inner glow, not like putting on, you know, the shiny stuff to make your face glow, like real glow from the inside. Is, is that what you think of when you think of K-beauty? Katie. Yeah, I think um, it's kind of like um, basically want to have the look where your skin is so good that you don't need makeup. Um, or when you wear even the makeup itself is like, I feel like it's very, it gives the impression of being very light coverage, even when it maybe isn't. But I think the other thing about the K-beauty routine that appeals to a lot of people is that it's famous for being many many steps in this routine for skincare and then this is incorporated into like a ritual for self-care so people like the ritual of standing in their bathroom for 15 minutes layering different products on their skin before they go to bed that that's a bit of that ritual for them yeah so that's the other thing oh and another thing about k-beauty and part of the reason why I like to keep an eye on it, and we've kind of talked about this before, is I feel like Western, quote unquote, or like European and American skincare um, takes a lot of trends from Korea. So if you're yeah. paying attention to what is popular and what the trends are in Korean and Japanese beauty and makeup um, and skincare, then you will see them on American or European shelves in six months to a year. So like Korea was doing BB creams and CC creams before that was a thing in the US. Um, I think hyaluronic acid is now a huge craze in Europe and that has been popular in Korea for years. So um, yeah, they're generally a few steps ahead the, of the European and American skincare market and science. Yeah, 
Agreed. Like even the sleeping masks and also the double cleanse Mm -hmm. is like it has its origins in K-beauty. Yeah. So I think the general kind of steps is like a 10 step routine um which in very very quick is usually makeup remover double cleanse exfoliation toner treatment essence not to be confused by then treatments and then a sheet mask and then eye cream and then sleep pack or moisturizer. And then obviously, if you're in the morning, you would throw on an SPF at the end. Yeah. Now, I think at the moment, as much as I just genuinely like trying new products, they, their products tend to be, as you say, very like low, like very light, tend to smell nice or have no smell. Mm-hmm. And I quite like their textures. I've only made it up to eight steps. Um, so I'm going to trial, like I kind of go on and off between <laughs> attempting many steps to having two steps. So I'm at yeah. eight at the moment. So I do, I don't double cleanse. I just use a cleanser. Then I use a mist. Then I do a toner, which is like a toner moisturizer two in one because I have dry skin. And then I do a essence and then I do eye cream. And then I do a moisturizer and then at night I do a sleep pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my favorite product at the moment is still the Laneige cream, scre- cream skin refiner. It is, very, it's like water. It's like milky water. But then it's like, I've tried just putting it on by itself and I have really dry skin and it's like was fine. Wow. So if you have dry skin, that is one. Because it is not super cheap, but because you don't use that much of it, um, it's pretty good. Hmm. And obviously, I love the average sheet mask. What about you, Katie? Well, I'm kind of having a skin trouble moment. Um, I think that I've messed up my skin barrier a little bit. Mm. Um, I think probably... I mean, your skin always gets messed up when you travel. So I think moving, yeah. new water, also mm. being um, like without heat. And so I was like spending a lot of time in front of a fire and mm. also using a retinol for the first time. Mm. So my skin is a little bit irritated right now in the sense that it's, I, it feels really like red and splotchy. So what I have done in response to that is to try to really strip back my skincare routine to make sure I'm not using a product that's irritating my skin more. Um, And so I'm really just doing like a cleanser and then I like niacinamide. So, but I'm using an ordinary product for that, not a Korean product products from the ordinary Mm. I mean um and then like I'm just trying to moisturize and even now like trying to moisturize at least three times a day (laughs) yeah yeah I I think the weirdest product from k-beauty that I am in love with is snail essence oh my gosh yeah me too yeah I have um, it's still serum that is snail essence 
yeah, I think everyone I speak to, they're like, snail? And I'm like, I don't knock it till you try it. My mom was like telling me all about these snail sheet masks like five years, well, maybe 10 years ago. And I was like, yeah, I don't need it. And now I'm like, oh, the hydration, I need it so bad. Yeah, yeah. The other, though, like you, you really have to figure out what works for you because sometimes there are like, with any kind of maximalist routine like this, there there are reactions against it, and people are like, "You you don't need to be doing a twelve step routine at night. You only need like to wash your face with water and use a moisturizer and an SPF. That's it." So I mean, you you have to figure out the right balance for your skin, and also I'm, I don't I'm not Korean, <laughs> so in some ways sometimes I'm like like I need a retinol or I need to try something else um, that's formulated for maybe different types of skin. I don't know. So you just have yeah. to, yeah, you have to figure out what works for you. And that's part of the fun is like trying different products. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I'm the complete opposite, obviously, because I'm like, I'm, my skin's probably pretty close to Korean skin. Mm. So, and I think it usually is quite heavy on the hydration, which helps because I have drier skin. And, you know, people mistaken me for being Korean all the time. So I kind of feel like <laughs> <laughs> it, it better work for me otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of moving, um, everyone wants to know, Kitty, how is Italy now? Where are you? <laughs> What are you doing? Um, tell us about your Italian. What's what's adventure in Italian? Aventura. Tell us about your Italiano aventura. <laughs> um, well, we have moved to Milan now. So we've been in Milan for like the last three weeks or so, staying in an Airbnb, basically, um, that my husband's company's paying for while we look for a flat um, and we have just gotten a flat today <laughs> so that is really exciting yay, yay. Um, and you know with any new city we had to lower our expectations a little bit because you're never gonna know exactly where you want to live in a city you kind of just have to make a best guess have your list of things that you need in an apartment and then just go for it um, like, yeah, we were never going to be able to figure out like, oh yes, we want to be in this neighborhood in Milan in three weeks time. Like we needed to just jump in, find a place. It's really cute. Um, and yeah, we're going to give it a go and hope that we like it here. Um, uh, it's really pretty, this city. Um, we're in lockdown right now, so still can't do too much, but it actually reminds me a little bit of Berlin or Vienna or you know a very continental European city I see yeah. now the question that is on everyone's lips and you've been asked this many times are we getting a Katie in Milan Instagram <laughs> I still haven't changed my name I can't let go of it <laughs> um I mean my Instagram feed is now featuring photos from all over Italy. By all over Italy, I mean the two towns I have been in since I've arrived. Um, 
So yes, there is Katie in Milan content. I've been told our new apartment does look like Emily in Paris vibes. So hopefully mm. that vibe will carry over into my Instagram and my YouTube. Um, yeah, I'm also learning Italian. So I've, I'm doing, I'm in week four of Italian everyday class now. Oh my gosh, and clearly I can't speak English anymore because that made no sense. I'm in week four of taking Italian every day. Um, yeah. Uh, what is kind of the thing that you found most interesting so far in your Italian lessons? Just, oh, okay, okay, I'll tell you. This is the thing that I complained about and my husband and his friends enjoyed me complaining about. So a glass of wine is called a bicchiere di vino. Like if you're in a restaurant okay. and you want a glass of wine, mm -hmm. you ask for a bicchiere di vino. Right. If you want a wine glass in a store, it's a bicchiere da vino. So right. like an empty wine glass is a bicchiere da vino. A right. glass with wine in it is a bicchiere di vino. And a great glass is called a bicchiere di vino <laughs> right so uh yeah that kind of thing <laughs> if you say it fast enough would people notice i mean you could always say you were from like a weird region of italy where they speak a dialect where it all sounds the same <laughs> yeah okay cool yeah. noted yeah, now you know. I feel like I'm at this level where it's like we've spent the last two and a half weeks learning like pronouns. Mm. It's like we've got the gram the basic grammar down. We've got all the, you know, the five main verb tenses down. You've learned a lot of vocab and now we're doing like these really like pronoun specific things. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of take for granted, like, how complicated learning a language is. Yeah. Like, now I'm attempting to learn Korean via workbook and videos and whatnot. And, like, I, I don't think I was ever fully taught grammar. No. Like, so I can't even relate. Like, you, you mentioned pronouns, and I'm like, what are pronouns again? Like, I had to think, like, so, because obviously, every time you learn a language, they kind of name the English equivalent in grammar yeah. and I'm always like what's a past participle oh my god I'm not even sure that what the English word is and I'm trying to learn it in a different language yeah because I used to just like I kind of learned it by ear I'm like if it doesn't sound right then the grammar is off yeah but I can't tell you like why and why you know, name all the different words in the sentence or anything like that. I had the so. exact same conversation with another English speaker in my class because oh, last nice. week we were learning something that changed when the verb was, do you remember this, Polly? If the verb is transitive, you do it one way. If it's intransitive, you do it another way. <laughs> it sounds like you're speaking code. Oh my gosh. And I, at that moment I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually something I remember talking about in high school. Like, I remember these words. I don't really remember the rules, but I at least remember the words. I mean, the only thing I remember is conjunction, junction, what's your function? Oh, there you go. Yeah. 
and that's all I because it was in a video and there was a train and those are the only words I remember from the video oh my gosh so do not test me in grammar because I would be horrible at it oh it's so confusing yeah, yeah. and I feel like Italian is not the easiest language to learn I mean I'm sure it's easier than Korean um but I don't know or maybe I'm just at that point where you're starting to learn of all the exceptions yeah yeah mm. yeah well we expect you to speak in Italian fully on our podcast episode very soon oh you and my father-in-law both <laughs> Um, so, so Katie, now that you're, um, in Italy, um, and you are possibly moving, as you mentioned, into your Emily in Paris place, um, and I'm obviously continuing busying myself with my home office and house stuff, um, for our listeners, we are going to take a little short break, aren't yeah. we? Hiatus time. So obviously, you if you've been listening since the beginning, we have had over 1,000 listens Ooh. for all our episodes. And we've had over 25 episodes. I think this so, is episode number 30. So do not despair if you are like, where are they going? We will be back. Um, and if you ever want to, you can still listen to our voice in other episodes. Um, and we are still around for you to DM us with your corrections. Um, <laughs> if any of the facts we're saying is incorrect um, and or any episode suggestions. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's a see you soon, but not that soon. Yes. All right. On that note. Um, ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Prime of Our Lives. We'll be back soon with a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. To keep the conversation going, do follow us on Twitter at Prime Lives Pod.